Hi, everybody. Pastor Pat Rankin, my co-host and friend, living legend, all-around great guy, and looks like he just got a fresh haircut. No? No, a couple weeks ago. It's just... Oh, okay. It's still pretty fresh. Yeah. yeah. You must have a great uh, haircut person. I do. One of the, one of the one best. One of the best. Lisa Brennan, probably. Lisa Brennan, you're exactly Lisa right. Lisa Brennan's a legend. Oh, we need to share this program before we get started any farther. Share Can the show. That? Hey, look at all this stuff I got on my desk. Is there any way we're going to cover all this stuff? No. Well, it's covered in a word. What else would you want? Yeah. Huh? Praise God. So I wrote Mike a question. Let me see your phone over there, brother. Let's see who's on the show. We'll put it up right there. All right. And Brad on. Becca Law's on. Dot Morris is on. Um... Carol Jones is watching. Hey, I want to thank all you guys for being with us uh, in prayers and heartfelt prayers and hello this morning to yes. Mark Moss and his family. So mm -hmm. we're sorry about your loss, my brother. We love you. Uh, Molly Trot's on watching from probably Florida. the sunny state of Florida. It's probably 85 degrees. I bet it's nice down there. You probably get to wear a T-shirt still down there. Mm -hmm. I actually am wearing a T-shirt, just a long sleeve. Tiffany Short's on the show. Slingshot Van Griff's on. Ryan Peth is on from Wentzville. I'll bet it's a little colder out in Wentzville. Pam Baumgartner's on. Wow, that's filling up this morning. Yes. Um, bump, 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 bump. Why don't we um, get you to pray first, Mr. Mike, and then we'll just roll on with the show. I want to get some of this stuff out there quick, because I know a lot of people got to go to work. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just pray and ask you to, uh, watch everyone today. Mm -hmm. Uh, let them, uh, continue to be following you in his word, mm -hmm. in your word. We ask that you, uh, heal and help those in need, and, uh, let them know everything's going to be okay because you're the Lord and Savior, and we leave it at the altar. In mm -hmm. Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, so i got to ask you, uh, furnace on last night? Windows open? What's your preference? Uh, as we say hi to Donna Wood, Jody George, Linda Harden. Uh, Molly Trot said it's beautiful. Uh, are you guys on the furnace? It it probably justified a furnace last night. Jody George says hello from Winfield. Um, now I'm sure up in Winfield it's a little cooler up there. How cold did it get today? Let's get a couple of them questions out of the way. Got our prayer list together. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, Tiffany Short. No furnace, but windows open. Thank you. <laughs> Love having the windows hey, open. Molly Trout's got a rare off. Molly Trout's got her air on. I'll guarantee nobody in St. Louis has got their air on. Uh, Terry Burek's probably got the furnace on. My wife's probably got the furnace on. But before I left the house, I had the windows open. Love, guys. Amen. Uh, you got to get some good air before you close the house up and go, oh, man, we furnace is running, just pumping its guts out. I get tired of that. I don't know why. I just, uh Mandy Schulte's on the show this morning as well. So let us know. Let's see. Jody George says, we had the furnace on, but of course the fan was running. It's 39 here. Oh, my gosh. She is up north there. So, um, yeah, it didn't quite reach that. I think it's 41 here. 
So I want to say hi to everybody who is Win, uh, a Winfield person. Hello to you guys. Eddie Mitchell's on the show. Terry Bjerk says her windows were open on Monday night. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, so anyways, yeah, it's getting that time. Are you so glad that we had the rain? Yes, Thank I am. Thank God. Thank you, Lord. God knows what he's doing. County go away. I wonder what the temperature is over on County Goaway's area. Just pat, walked past the church and got here just a few minutes late. Welcome, everybody. Well, good welcome to you, Mr. Eddie Mitchell. Um, so, I love the rain. Yes. I love the cool weather. Um, and it was blowing, but it's not blowing today. It's nice and calm out today. I, I got up this morning, took the dog for a walk, obviously, before sun up. Connie says 42 here this morning, so um, that's basically the temperature around the St. Louis area. I think it got it down is. to about 41. Uh, yeah. I was going to get up and build the fire this morning, but it was right on the bubble, so uh, I didn't do that. What would you do this morning? I got up and... Uh, was you hot riding, or was you, did you have plenty of time? I had plenty of time to get here today. In yeah. fact, I had to slow it down. Good. Uh Get out of the house early. So, you know what the question is? The hottest question on the show. That's have right. we got our Christmas coffee? No, we any we can't talk Christmas yet. Have we had our pumpkin spice coffee yet? No. <laughs> you have to do this if you want to be somebody that's having fun in the season. You have to have at least one pumpkin spice coffee and have one Christmas blend. Yeah. Uh, coffee. The Christmas blend coffee for sure. For sure outweighs the pumpkin spice coffee. I just got to ask you so I can get it off my chest. Does anybody drink pumpkin spice and actually like it? Yes. I'm with you, Tiffany. One pumpkin spice coffee. after you've, you. It looks so wonderful and looks so cheery. Mmm. And after you have it, you're like, man, I ain't doing that again. I don't know if I'd do that. What's that? We got to do it. We're held to the highest standard. Mm. I, there's yeah. nothing biblical about it. <laughs> but Joe George says, yes, we had my pumpkin spice coffee. I got to read this. Uh, never heard of Christmas blend. Love pumpkin spice and have pumpkin candles burning. I love. I know Scott Forrester for sure. Don't drink pumpkin spice. It's a. Uh, it's a little too mm-hmm. sweet, isn't it? I guess I don't think I have ever. Had Vicky it. said no to pumpkin spice. Dennis Schreiber says good morning from Chris. Dennis, don't tempt me. Do you see what Dennis said? Forty-seven in Casa Grande, Arizona. Say that. Say, Dennis, don't tempt me. That's a temptation. Me and Mike looked up how long it would take us to get to Wickenburg yesterday while we were studying. Mm -hmm. 22 hours. We could have the horse trailer behind us and headed out there. And obviously, we ain't going to make it this winter, but I sent my buddy Jason a text. So don't think we won't go next year. We won't do it this year for sure. We we can't squeeze it in. But that don't mean I won't head out there and go out there and rope for a couple of weeks and you didn't enjoy head it. back. We'd enjoy it. 
All right, let's settle this pumpkin spice stuff, and then we'll talk about Christmas blend, and we'll talk about, there's so many things to talk about when you got this kind of weather and uh, changed life and all that stuff. Let's go through it. Dennis Shriver says, awesome. Mandy Lentz says, give me a warm apple cider instead of, you can keep pumpkin spice. I have sips when Reagan forces me. Just give me good old, I'm with Connie. Give me some dang black coffee. Uh <clears throat> Mandy Lynn says, yuck, no. Vicky Rankin says, no to pumpkin spice. I know Forrester doesn't drink pumpkin spice. Um, bump, 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 bump. Uh, all right, so here it is. Eddie Mitchell, I'm sure, doesn't drink it. Real coffee is made like dirt. You're too, you're too sweet without all that sugar. All right, we're going to do it anyways just to be fun. One day we will get a pumpkin spice coffee and we'll drink it. We probably won't drink another one. I don't know if Mike will, but I will just for the cause. And then let me tell you, get a Christmas blend coffee and you can only get it at Starbucks. And I'm not a Starbucks fan or believe in their policies or anything, but their coffee is, there's no question, their coffee is just crazy great. Mm -hmm. um, I, had, I met a friend there the other day and had a, a couple coffees. And man, I'm gonna tell you by the time I got to that second coffee, mm. I was rolling. Really? I was rolling. <clears throat> so I got Christmas blend coffee on the mind because Demi Hammer and Alan Hammer came over to my house one time, me and Vicky. I wasn't feeling good, and they brought me a big size Christmas blend coffee, and I'll never forget that as long as I live. It made my day. Really? They made my dang day. So I will condone and advocate that you get a Christmas coffee from Starbucks. So we have two duties as Americans and as Christians to just, maybe we'll do it all as one and just so we can get it out of the way. And then while you're drinking it, we can complain how much we don't like pumpkin spice coffee. And we just have a big complaint. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, the whole show will be complaining on yeah. how we want our old black coffee back. It would be. That's an encouraging message. That, Let's complain about it. Oh, oh, my gosh. How do I come up with this stuff? I don't know. I have no idea. I had plenty of sleep, I promise. Actually, I got to tell you, I'm just in a goofy mood. I had to, I put lavender on last night. My wife does essential oils, and I put lavender mm. on. I'm, I'm not kidding you guys. I was out. I didn't know where I was. <laughs> what the heck's in that stuff? I don't know, but apparently <laughs> it it's got good. a lasting effect on you, doesn't it? <laughs> no, I wasn't drinking. No, I wasn't drinking uh, it. Oh. So, anyways, we got to move on. Uh. Uh, pumpkin spice coffee and Christmas coffee. All right, let's get in. We got to talk about stuff. Uh, we're in Isaiah 61.1. We're in Luke 4. I promise we're going to talk about the Bible today. Mm -hmm. Care glasses, I was sick and couldn't come uh, when I told you I was going to come to church. That's all right. We're all good with it. It's, it's time for people to get their colds out of the way right now anyways. So mm -hmm. uh, I wrote you down. What does changed life mean to you? Change life means to me. Change life. Well, it means that you can change more to, toward the Lord every day. Did I tell you about my hat? Yes, you did. But Central Methodist. Everybody wants to know, oh, Pastor Pat, I want a Central Methodist hat. Well, I got this because my grandson plays football for Central Methodist. Mm. And I got it as a gift. 
A late birthday gift. Wow. So I love my kids, and I thank you for the gift. L-O-V-E it. Love it. Mm. Prayer request. Here we go. Send yours up. Praying for all the people down in that school shooting. Obviously, the the those people and those families, we lift them up. Uh, we're lifting up Stephanie Ellis this morning uh, and, and uh, baby Bodie this morning. Uh, we're lifting up Michelle E. this morning, Matt Lacey this morning. Brother, if you're watching the show, love you uh, and miss you. Uh, we're praying for Mandy Schulte this morning, Mike Burns this morning. Uh, we're praying for Aunt Jen's uncle. Uh, Aunt Jen, if you are watching the show, tell us, give us an update on that situation if you can. Praying for your brother-in-law, Hayes Waite. Do you know mm -hmm. how he's doing today by chance? I don't know. He's doing better, yes. Okay. And Mark Moss and family, obviously praying for them. My buddy Johnny Moore, I hope you're watching the show. Johnny Moore is going into rehab. He's going to beat cancer. Amen. Praise he's, God. He's uh, decided he's going to live. So praise God. Yes, we got your brother-in-law on there, Miss Donna. He is in there. My buddy Guy Lehman. Hopefully you and Sherry are watching the show today. Guy wasn't feeling too good. Um, bump, 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 bump. Thank you guys, all you guys, for being at the Mark Moss. Uh, uh, or I'm sorry, um, the Georgia Moss funeral yesterday. Got stuck there for a second. Praying for Slingshot Van Griff. Praying for my buddy Ryan Walker's friend Leo Stone has pneumonia. Dennis Shriver uh, said things went well in their situation out there. And there's a lady, uh, I think two, that are looking for a godly husband I've seen on our prayer list. Mm -hmm. uh, got those, Brad. I got uh, Mr. Van Griff and Matt Lacey. Uh, and his family. So we love uh, the Lacey family. And uh, I actually got to see Matt Lacey the other day when we did our picnic over there. So praise God. Did you have anything else? I think uh, I asked you last night. You didn't see anything. Mm -hmm. well, your, you know, we're very blessed. We just ask for continued blessing on our health and everyone else has health out there. Okay. I think that's it. <laughs> And then we'll go through our news, and then we'll get into it. Let's see real quick before you go, Mike. Uh, go ahead, Mike. Pray for them all. Dear Heavenly Father, just thank you for everything you continue to do in our lives. We thank you for all the praise reports, the healing, the love, and the compassion you give to us. We'd ask if you could uh, kindly bless and heal anyone out there who's going through anything, whether it's physical, mental, or financial we just give it to you as we lay it at the altar and know that you will look after us and take care of us because you love us even more than we love you in jesus precious name we pray amen amen and amen uh so thank you guys so we're talking about changed lives talking about two minute testimonies mm -hmm. talking about um harvest time yes all kind of goes together and um you know mark moss spoke at his wife's uh, funeral and just did, I, I mean, just did a fabulous job. And we were blessed to um, talk about this card that they had for mm -hmm. her for her passing. And I guess the family picked it out at, at, at Dr. D's office there, or however that went. I wonder if I, I still got it. Let me read you this, and then we'll we'll add this to our study. 
it said, here's what the card says. It says, Father, we entrust our sister to your mercy. Uh, you loved her greatly in this life, and now she is freed from all its cares. Uh, give her happiness and peace forever. Welcome her now into paradise, where there will be no more sorrow, no more weeping or pain, but only peace and joy uh, with Jesus, your Son, uh, and the Holy Spirit forever and ever. And I told the congregation, I said, forever's a long time, and we know that and everything. And I said, do you actually know that that comes from Scripture in Revelation 21? So let's go there, and uh, I'm I'm off script here just a little bit. I I got to share this, Mike. I think you'll appreciate it. I, did we touch on this yesterday when we were studying? Uh, no, we no. started two twenty one. Yeah, just go to Revelation twenty one, guys. We'll just read and and then we'll move on. But I read this part, and then I put Mr. Mark Moss in the center of that, and he talked about what Pastor Beevil came and shared with his wife, and then I came. Uh, with some scripture after that, and it was just just was very fitting. It says, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from out of heaven uh, from God, prepared <coughs> excuse me, as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. And he will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be them, with them as their God. And he will wipe away every tear from, he, uh, from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall they be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. And I could keep going, but you, you get the premise of, of this um, talk this morning. Forever's a long time. you got to decide. Uh, where you're going to be mm -hmm. there's one part about this and, it, and if i was to keep going he talks about being the alpha and the omega and all that if you slide down to verse i think it's eight or, no i'm sorry it's seven it said it, it talks about those who uh well i'll just read it i'll just read it mm -hmm. uh, verse five and he who is seated on the throne said behold i am making all things new also he said write this down for these words are, are trustworthy and true and he said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Uh, to the thirsty I will, give from the, uh, I will give from the spring of water of life without payment. The one who conquers will have this heritage. So you conquer by being born again. And um, sorry, I've been keeping my eyes down. I just really glued on this. This just is the, the Holy Spirit has really done something here. Uh, in the last two days, mm -hmm. yes, I, I I felt God's presence, and I know you guys do too. But for I'm just speaking for myself. God's presence is very thick right now. So if you feel the presence of God, it's not irony. God is really showing Himself to people, and I'm going to tell you why I believe it because the world has gone so far away from God. Bam! Now let's move on. Let me read this. Verse 7. It says, The one who conquers will have this heritage, and I will be his God, and, they will be, and he will be my son. Verse 8. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers and the sexual and moral, sorcerers and idolaters and all liars, their portion will be the lake of fire. Mm. Or the lake that burns with fire 
and sulfur, which is the second death. So if you're only born once, you die twice. The second death is is being thrown into the lake of fire. But if you're born twice, you only die once. Guys, this is where you need to take your family and friends. There's no wiggle room at the end of the book. There's no pretending. There's no people signing off on crazy ways of life. There's no there's no cartoons. There's no fantasy islands. There's no Disney World. Mm. This is it. It's the end of the story if you ain't saved. If you're saved, it starts your new life. Yes, it does. You can't get out of this, guys. Take any scoffer, take your family members to the back of the book. Forget the woke society. Forget about offending someone. Forget about if if going to church is popular or not. It doesn't matter if it's popular. There was a packed house yesterday at Georgia Moss's funeral. She got all her friends and her family there, and a bunch of them got saved. Amen. Do you know why? Because this word right here is so powerful, you can't walk out the door without dealing with it. Yes, you know. Well, then you go, well, I'm just not going to listen. I'm not going to. Okay. Then then it is what it is. You know how that story ended then. You know how the story ends. Yeah. Let's let's quit playing patty cake. Mm-hmm. Why do why are we why are we tiptoeing like Tiny Tim through the tulips? <laughs> Afraid you're gonna offend somebody. I told you if you're gonna be uh, in Proverbs like fourteen four, it says if you're gonna have an ox. You're going to create a mess, Mm -hmm. but you're going to have a great harvest. Yeah. And if you don't create a great harvest, you don't need an ox. No. But here's the deal. If you ain't got Jesus, you ain't got anything. So everybody's going to have to deal with the back of the book. So quit tiptoeing around it and quit signing off on things and telling everybody everything's okay. It's not. Crime is up. The cost of gasoline is up. The amount of sin is up. It's time that we bring the word of God up. Amen. And stand and be the city on a hill. And quit being a bunch of ninnies. Mm-hmm. Afraid to tell anybody because you're going to hurt their feelings. Can you imagine going by the way of the grave and, and be worried about somebody's feelings? Who cares about somebody's feelings at the end of time? All we're talking about is the here and now. You know how much the here and now changes? Anyways, I wanted to get that off my shoulders. Hey, let's, uh, I want to read that 7 out of King James here in 8. Go ahead. He who overcomes shall inherit all things. And I will be his God and he shall be my son. But the fearful, unbelieving... Murderers, whoremongers, sorcerers, idolaters, all liars 
shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. So, I don't know what else you can tell a person. If you don't get that, if you don't understand you need to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're just looking for the lake. I can't understand why the why the the halls and the sanctuaries of, of God's church all over America aren't just jam-packed. They ought to be able to look outside your curtains, look outside your blinds, and go, this world has gone absolutely plumb crazy. It has. We're trying to we're trying to get people to sign off on on using taxpayer money to alter gender on human beings. And they're trying to do it to kids where they're they're going to be mutilating these kids for the rest of their lives because they got talked into something that they should have never got talked into. You know, you got to be 16 to get a license. You got to be 18 to vote. I mean... And 21 to drink. And now, you know, let a... Let a kid go get mutilated. Mm. And we're going to stand by and, and, and be so worried about... You know, the, the, the halls of Congress are, are more worried about what bathroom anybody's using than they are keeping the people safe. Crimes through the roof. Did I show you that video of downtown Los Angeles? No, I seen get a video of that. You want to see something that's absolutely despicable. Drug riddled tent city. It's because crime is through the roof. I'm with you, Caraglass. I don't know why somebody's not woke up. You want to talk about woke? Wake up. Mm -hmm. This is madness. Absolute madness. So, anyways, I don't know. All right. Uh, and we're going to be talking about Luke, and we're going to be talking about Isaiah 61. But let me pause for the calls here. Uh, Mike, have you signed up? For the uh, Santa salvation? No, I haven't. No, I... Mike could get the leading role I don't. if you sign up online. Are you an actor or an actress? Do you have tendencies? Would you like to win a... What do they win? They win Emmys or Oscars? Oscars or for acting? I don't know, but I've seen some. You need to, yeah. win, you need to win some awards for your acting career. Started have Bible, and you could be famous. Well, at least famous in the eyes of God. Mm -hmm. Santa That's Salvation, uh, and Miss Elizabeth is putting this on. And uh, and I'll bet her wonderful husband Randy the Barber is helping. Oh, I bet he is. So sign up. We're Christmas geeks, and it's going to be awesome. I bet it will be. It's always a good time. And don't Christmas forget about time of year. this Friday. Don't forget about the Fall Festival at Winfield. And then don't forget about the bonfire back here on Monday. So uh, make sure you come to that. And there's so many things you guys got to get a bowl in. So, uh, and then the fights. Mm -hmm. Don't forget about the fights. There is no, there is no way we're going to be able to pack everybody in this building. That'll be good. It'll be sold out. And I say that every time, but Mike, your son, called me and told me he has 22 fights. Mm. They're going to be hanging from the rafters. 
Did you get a seat? I don't. We got to get Mike a seat before the sold out. You guys are going to be cornering like crazy. There ain't going to be yeah. enough coaches. Well, there's playing coaches. We got all kinds. Of yeah. But anyways. All right. So let's get into the study. Anything else before we dive into Isaiah 61 or Luke 4? No. Only that we ask the Lord to bless our upcoming fight show. Yes. And uh, Church Sunday and our Halloween festivities. Yes. Yes. Get involved. Fall festivities, I should say. Fall festivities. And share, share, share the show. Share the joy. Yes. Share the... The Christmas uh, festivities. Share in the fall festivities. Oh, Hay man. rides, pony rides, cake walks, <laughs> candy, all the good stuff. Friday night, be there. Tiffany Short's already got her ticket. Smart people will have their ticket. Because it is going to go like wild fire. Don't snooze, you might lose, huh? This one here, they'll eventually click online, and it will say there are no tickets available. Eventually. That's how packed it's going to be. Amen? Amen to that. Let's start in Isaiah 61 to talk about what we're talking about. And... uh, we're believing for, uh, go ahead, Mike. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them who are bound. Okay. Number two, to proclaim... Proclaim the unacceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. To appoint to them who mourn in Zion to give them beauty for ashes, all of joy for mourning. The garment is for praise for the spirit of heaviness, and they might be called trees of righteousness. It's a, actually, mine says instead of a faint spirit. That's good. Go ahead. And the planning of the Lord... That he might be glorified. All right, I got to stop you. It's too much. It's too much. Nobody can handle it. All right. No, actually, you can. There is so much here. So, what's he talking about? Who's he talking about? Who's Isaiah talking about? He's talking about the Lord. He's talking about the Lord. All right. Now, how do we confirm this? Probably by going to uh, Luke 4. Yeah. So, that's what we're going to do. I'm going to read this, then we're going to go over to Luke 4, then we're going to talk about it, then we're going to talk about our duty, because that's where I'm going to bring Mr. Mark Moss back in, because he actually told uh, his people, his family, what the Great Commission is. So, uh, let's tie all this together. So, go to Luke 4, uh, 16 through 21. Let me read this again back in Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord... of God is upon me, because he has appointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, proclaim the liberty to the captives, and opening the prison doors uh, for those who are bound, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to grant to those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty 
uh, a beautiful headdress instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of a faint spirit. And they shall be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. All right, Mark, or Mark, Mike, tell us what you're saying in Luke chapter 4. All right, verse uh, 16 through 21. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue, and on a Sabbath day stood up for to read. He stood up to read. It was common to ask visitors to expound on the word when they'd walk into the yeah. synagogue at the time. So here he is, Jesus getting ready to go into the synagogue. And what does he read? They hand him the scroll, and it's Isaiah. So go ahead. And there was delivered up to him the book, the prophet Isaiah. And when he opened the book, he found the place where it was written. Isaiah 61.1. Have you seen that verse? We just did that verse, right? We did that verse. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and to recover the sight to the blind. The gospel opens the eyes of those who are spiritually blind, to set at liberty them who are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord, and he closed the book, and he gave it again to the minister, and sat down. And the eyes, all of them were in the synagogue, were fed upon him. And he began to say unto them, This day in scriptures fulfilled in your ears. In fact, he is saying, I'm the Messiah, and the judgment of the sacrifice. And then what did he do? And all who bared witness and wondered at gracious words were proceeded out of his mouth, and they said, Is not this Joseph's son? Yes. If maybe oh, one more, twenty one. Yeah. Oh, that's all. Okay. Let's go back to this. Uh, verse twenty says, and he rolled up the scrolls, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. So when when Jesus has sat down, that means that portion of his job is over. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. He's done what he needs to do. And this is and hello to Mark Moss this morning. Thank you, Brother Mark. This is where I was telling you about what Mark said in the center of his wife's service mm -hmm. yesterday. It's basically the Great Commission. Right. Jesus is is telling the people in the synagogue you need to do um, this Great Commission. That's that's basically, in my personal opinion, what he's saying to these people. And you, you could debate with right. me or not, but. Take this great commission to these people. Then when he's done, he sat down. But how does it start? He said, what does he say? Underline this, guys. It says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Mm -hmm. God's spirit, the third person in the Trinity, is, is on him. So if, if, if God's spirit is on Jesus, we need that same spirit on us to do this. Mm -hmm. Let's yeah, see what yeah. it is he told us to do. And we can only do this by the spirit of God. And, and like when Pastor Bebo went over and witnessed to uh, Miss Georgia Moss, the spirit of the Lord was on Pastor Bebo. Mm -hmm. Proclaim the good news to the poor. There's one thing. So he's anointed 
He is anointed. Look at verse 18, Mike. He has anointed me to proclaim. And I, I've been thinking about this. So there's something going on in, in the heavenlies right now. I told my wife this yesterday, and you heard my wife had a divine appointment with the lady at the laundromat at the same time me and you were studying. Crazy, some crazy stuff. Crazy good stuff. I don't mean crazy, crazy. Is going on, and I believe it's the same spirit that is here today. I got to preach about this this weekend, so don't miss this message. The spirit of God is is on me. He's anointed me. Anointed means to be smeared. God's spirit was on us when we were studying. Mm -hmm. The spirit of God was on my wife last night. When she, when she was working with this lady at the laundromat, the Spirit of God was working in Georgia Moss's service, and the Spirit of God put the service together, put Mark Moss in the center of the service to proclaim the Great Commission to his family. After the service, all kinds of people raised their hands to get saved. That's the Spirit of God when it's handled correctly. Mm -hmm. I got goosebumps saying about it. It does what he said it's going to do. God, oh, watch this class. God always does what he says he's going to do. Mm-hmm. When you got the spirit of God smeared on you, when you proclaim it, yeah. you're going to get results. Well, we surely hope so. And we know so, don't we? What is it? He said to proclaim the good news to the poor. And that's not just necessarily somebody that's broke. Mm. I think it means poor in spirit. Absolutely. Because in the great, uh, in the uh, um, Sermon on the Mount, mm-hmm. Jesus says, blessed will be the poor. Mm-hmm. So, so we're going to claim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives. Well, let's talk about this for a second. What's a proclamation of liberty? Well, we know what a proclamation is when you look at the Constitution or you look at it through uh, the Declaration of Independence. That's a proclamation. Mm -hmm. The the Founding Fathers are proclaiming liberty Mm -hmm. because that's what they fought for. Absolutely, they did. And liberty means just the opposite of being captive. Captive means you're bound, you're restricted. Liberty means it's open and free. God says, this is Jesus speaking, I want you to take this good news and proclaim liberty to the captives. Captives Mm -hmm. are people who intentionally, habitually, willfully sin because they think they need sin in their life to have a good time. Oh, I don't want to become a Christian because I'll have to leave my life of sin and I won't be able to throw another quarter in the jukebox and dance around like I'm crazy. Amen to that. Hey, You want to act like you're a big shot? That's what it is. Yeah, you want to... What you didn't know, Senior, was when you was dancing around the jukebox, you was actually held hostage by the enemy. You were captive. Yeah. And you were captivated by the neon lights and the sin and the and the and the and the things of the world, just like everybody is that gets out there. They see the flashing lights. They see the, the casinos and woo, 
They're pumping oxygen in there. They take the clocks out and they go, there ain't no time in a casino. Mm. You just keep pulling the one-armed bandit and somehow that machine hypnotizes you. It not only hypnotizes you, it, it captivates you to where you, you think somehow if you strike it rich there, all your problems are going to go away. Uh-huh. That's true. Did you ever win at the casino? Listen to me. Listen to me. The pot stores, the liquor stores, and the casinos aren't there for charity. They're marble fountains and lights are there because people not only lose their all their finances, they lose their life literally because they have been held captive. By sin. Somebody needs to look out. Yeah, they do. They they give you free food and dollar drinks so you can stay drunk and fed while you spend every dang dollar you got. You don't need to leave. And we'll watch your kids. We got a a nursery to watch the kids. (coughs) We'll watch your kids. We'll feed you. We'll pump you with alcohol. We'll park your car. You just keep pulling the one-armed bandit. Yep. Stay right here. That's why Jesus prophesied this. Let's call Isaiah back 800 B.C. He said, I got to get the captives free. I got to get the captives free from woke society, packaged liquor stores, pot shops, casinos, Brothels, drugs, because sin will captivate you. It'll lock you up. It'll imprison you. What did we just read in Revelation 21? He said the murderers and the liars and the covetedness and all them people, their their fate will be the the second death in the lake of fire. Oh, Pastor Pat, don't preach on that. Why not? If I'm going to tell them the truth, i got to tell them the whole story. Right. Those who are born again live in the New Jerusalem. Yeah. Go down a verse or two. You find out those who don't, their, their fate is the, is the lake of fire. Yeah. Well, you can go to churches that don't preach that. There's a bunch of them out there. Well, you need to believe and you need to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That's your only way. Well, I ain't even got through this verse we're working on, and you find out that the the captives are, uh, they need liberty. Mm -hmm. Let's read on. What does he say? And recovering sight for the blind, and set at liberty those who are oppressed. Those who are oppressed. We need to pray for them. We need to be with them. We need to help them. We need to read the word to them. We need to get them involved in Bible study. We need to get them to church. And watch this, Mike. We need them to be consistent in Christ instead of consistent in sin. You see what that kind of means is that uh, mentally you're in prison, spiritually you're in prison. You need to get rid of that. You know what we call it now? We call it mental health. Yeah. Yeah. We call oppression mental health now. 
And I'm not saying that there ain't mental health out there. I'm oh. not saying that, watch this, I'm not saying that there ain't physical health, out, uh, physical bad health. I'm not saying that there ain't mental bad health. I'm not saying any of the above. But you go, what triggers it, Pastor Pat? What triggers all the the death and the and the bad health and the and the bad decision making? The Bible's very clear. Go back to Genesis at the start of creation. It's called sin. And the only the only people that are dealing with it is God's words word church. What that actually is, it puts disobedience you in a prison. You're mentally and physically. You're in a prison, and the only way to get out of that prison is through Christ. Jesus Christ. Thank you. Huh? We could cut the show off right now, and it, it could mean, be full. Uh, if you uh, get down to it, the prison you're in with you're causing you to do things you don't want to do. Amen. Hey. Amen. Not thinking right, and the only way you're going to get it's out called, of that it's prison. It's called being intoxicated. Intoxicated with sin. Mm-hmm. The Lord alone, through what he did at the cross, can open that prison door. How's that? Well, I like it because I've been set free. Amen. And everybody Amen. needs to know they can be set free. Yes, they do. By, uh, by Jesus Christ. Let's talk about it real quick. Got some things we need to take a look at. And my buddy, Reverend McCoskey, is on here. Let's see. I've seen him in here. There he is. Reverend McCoskey's right there. Melissa Gibbons needs some extra prayer. Let's pray for her and find out... Uh, how we can help her. So, Lord, we just pray for Melissa Gibbons and her family today. Father God, just help them whatever it is they need and hear our prayer today as we stand uh, with this family in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Uh, I got an answer because I carried the book. Okay. It's Jesus. Hey, that's a good answer. So, I, I know. Can I, can I, can I, can I do a commentary right now? Why not? I know that people that are watching the show all have heartaches of some sort. I, I believe that. Some people may be doing really good. Some people may be really struggling. Some may be right in the center. Right. And you, and you go, oh, well, that's just preacher talk. I, I'm going to tell you the truth. There is no life, and help me back me up on this, there is no life outside of Jesus and his kingdom. Mm -mm. You can be... Uh... Hot shot. Yes. Yeah. There is there is no life outside the kingdom of God. It's heartache. It's misery. It's sorrow. It's uh, hey, I'm gonna try to get it right next time, next day. Did you ever get up the next morning and go, okay, I'm not gonna do that again. I'm gonna. We're really get. We're gonna change all day. We're gonna change. It's gonna change. Mm -hmm. And then you ever heard about 3 o'clock, maybe 2 o'clock in the afternoon, you start feeling really good, and a couple of the phone rings a little bit, and you're, it's your friends, it's your buddies, it's whatever, and then by about 3 or 4 o'clock, you're getting off work, you go home and shower, and you're getting ready for the, for the night ahead. Amen, yeah. And you swore you wasn't going to do it, but here you are again. Yes, yeah. Right back out there. Well, I'm a, we're going home early tonight. Mm -hmm. You remember that one? Yeah. You're gonna go home early tonight, early the next day. Yeah, that's... guys, it's a it's a trap. Society has built a trap 
We got open borders. We got crime at an all-time high. Sin has gone unleashed and unnoticed. We've given it pet names to keep it around. And we got the halls of Congress supporting it. And everywhere we turn, evil is being funded by evil people disguised as angels of light. Yeah. Guys... It's it's a it's an absolute train wreck going off the rails. Yes, it is. And it's gift wrapped for human consumption, and people are taking it hook, line, and sinker. Mm-hmm. You just gotta, you know, it's like you gotta get out. Stop the merry-go-round, Mike, and get off. Well, that's why we got a new day. You can start a new. Oh Lord beginning. Jesus. I wish somebody hey, would preach that. A new day, let's get a new beginning. Not this time, it's for real. It's a, it's a, it's an absolute one-way train wreck. Yes, it is. You ever hopped on that thing? Mm. That's a dang mess, isn't it? Yeah, if you're on a train wreck. <laughs> all right. Don Shadrowski says it always ends up with a locked door. Jesus' door is always open. Amen to that. Here's, here's what the kingdom of God's about. It's about caring for people and showing them the way. Mm-hmm. Somebody showed you the way. Somebody showed me the way. I'm showing you guys the way. And it's through the word of God. Jesus himself said that the Holy Ghost was on him. The Holy Spirit, I'm going to tell you right now, is as thick as it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Right now, in our presence, on us, on you, on the show, to reveal the truth to you. Ask God today, ladies and gentlemen, to open your eyes. Say that, Mike. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Open your open. spiritual eyes. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Open. Open your eyes. Mike, will you pray that the uh, eyes of uh, uh, of our spirit would be open? Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you. We just want to thank you. Thank you so much for... Showing us the way and helping us and everything that uh, comes on our path. As far as I want to see more spiritual acts in our lives. I ask that you continue to open our eyes to your word, to your wisdom, to your guidance and love. We ask all this in your precious name, Lord. Amen. Amen. Um. I sent out a video the other day. I was at the gas pump. Did I tell you I pumped some liquid gold in my truck? Huh? Yep. Okay. (laughs) The reason I did the video, and you don't have to go to it. I'll just tell you what it was about. I was driving down the highway, and I was going Highway 40 westbound. I was behind two cattle trucks, and I needed to get gas. So the trucks ahead of me were hauling, hauling cows. And I thought, that guy's gas bill's got to be 10 times what mine is. Mm-hmm. Just, just his gas bills had. Say it with me, class. It's had to double. Mm-hmm. It's had to, his bill has had to double, and all he's doing is hauling cows. Mm-hmm. Well, he can't eat the bill being doubled, can he? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't eat the bill if your bill Norman was five hundred dollars to fill up that tractor trailer, and now it's eleven hundred. You can't eat six hundred and still stay in business. No, can you? No. Okay. So what do you do with that money? That get, Watch this. I, I'm going to help everybody out today. Then we'll, we'll get off. That gets passed on 
to the packing house. Mm -hmm. And then the packing house charges the grocery store. Watch this. I'm going I'm to pop your bubble. Then the grocery store charges you. Amen. So what we did is, is we just kicked the can down the road. Now, since we don't develop our own fuel, we're running out of reserves, mm -hmm. and we're going to be at a deficit by the end of next month where there ain't going to be no diesel fuel. So if there is no diesel fuel, there ain't going to be any cows hauled anywhere. Mm -mm. So then the price of beef that is in the store is not only doubled, but the demand for the cows to be there is going to be even greater because that's going to be, that's going to be bought and, and sold and there won't be any more. And I'm making a prophecy for next year. Since all these people had to slaughter their and process all their cows all over Kansas, all over Texas, because they couldn't afford to feed them. So they're being processed right now, so there's an abundance of beef out there, but next year there ain't going to be, because this year they couldn't afford to feed them, because gas is so high. Mm -hmm. So I did a video, and I said, what's it going to take before America's going to wake up and go, you know what, man, this is turning into a one-way train wreck, and we've allowed this on our watch. Mm -hmm. And what's the answer? The answer here is the same answer it was when I got up in the morning. Jesus has to be first. Mm -hmm. You have to listen to the, to the wisdom that the Lord has given us. And what's going on out there right now is evil. And just when you thought the gas prices were going to go down, they're right back up again. Yes, they are. So... Everything else in society has doubled, and that's the way it's going to be until there's no more. Because when the gas runs out, they won't be able to haul any more livestock to the processing plant, packing plant. What's the answer? Repent and vote godly people in office that have the best for the American family. Amen. Let's quit kicking the can down the road and understand that Jesus is the only way. Mike, it's time for you to pray so we can be dismissed from the show today. Dear God in heaven, we just oh, Lord thank Jesus. you so, so much for allowing us to be here this morning, for allowing us to enjoy another day, and to thank you for everything you've done in our lives. As we continue to pray and ask for guidance and wisdom and strength, you offered it all, and we accept all. We thank you so much in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Hey, guys, Pastor Pat Wrangle, my co-host and friend, the living legend, Mike Wood Sr. Uh, hope to see you this weekend at church for changed lives. Amen. Yeah. I sure remember two things. Jesus loves you, and I love you. Have a great day in the Lord. Have a great day in the Lord. We'll see you. Bye.